the Feel Good in Body, Mind and Soul show. I'm your host, Isa Welly. I'm a registered nutritional therapist and a well-being coach, and I'm here to bring you tips, tools, and conversations around nutrition, well-being, mindset to help you feel good in body, mind and soul. So in the first episode of, of this podcast, I shared my health journey and I because I thought it would be a great way to you know, to introduce myself. And I had some really good feedback from there in terms of getting loads of questions and some of you feeling inspired to work on themselves a little bit more and put their health at the center of their life, basically. And today I wanted to talk, be a little bit more specific and talk about the lessons I've learned with having chronic digestive issues and recurrent issues and how I that changed my mindset on certain things and how I worked on healing my gut, the journey I've done so far, and hoping that it will also inspire you, you know. So my very first digestive symptom, uh, and I talk about this in the first episode, was in 2008. I was in Madrid on X tour with Kylie Minogue and halfway through the show, we were not even halfway through. Like I literally had to stop. I was in agony. It was so painful. I've been feeling that pain for a couple of days, but it really got worse. And long story short, basically I was constipated. Um, I, I was blocked. Like I had so much crap in my colon, right? Which I didn't really feel like. And back then I didn't have the connection I have with my body now. Like if I feel full, like I know if I haven't been to the bathroom, like I'll know it. But back then, you know, like you live in a suitcase, you're in a different country every day, like, you you know, I was young and just didn't have the education I had now, I guess, and the awareness. And, And I remember then I started drinking smoothies. That was like my very first healthy stuff. I was like, oh my God, you guys, I'm so healthy. Like I'm drinking a smoothie. Like who the heck am I? So dramatic. But anyway, starting eating more veg, more smoothies, etc. And things got better. And fast forward to about 2000. When did I have that awful acne crisis? I can't even remember. But fast forward to 2016. Towards the end of my career, so I started my dance career in 2003, 2004. So 2016, I have retired. Was it 15 or 16? But it doesn't matter. I have retired or I'm, I am retiring and I'm experiencing a mild depression, you know, like things, it's just, I'm just really going through it. Things are really hard and... um. And I begged the GP, I wanted to do some testing. I was experiencing things like physical symptoms. I was like, what is happening? And basically, I had a lot of pathogenic bacteria growth, H. pylori, candida, SIBO, SIBO is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. I had a lot of other things. Like I, I had a lot going on. Uh, and candida was was pretty hardcore on me. Like I really felt it, like the sugar cravings, the brain fog, etc. And these, unfortunately, a lot of these symptoms have lasted for five or six years. So it took me a very long time to work through my gut and understand. And I've made so many mistakes along the way. And I want to share those with you today. So my very first lesson and something I live by now as a practitioner is test, don't guess. Do not guess, do not assume, do not think you know. Yes, you know your body, but there's so much. Like the microbiome, the gut microbiome is like it's like this huge map and we just don't have enough insights. Even the most trained eyes cannot guess what's happening in your gut. Like, you know, even just based on symptoms, we can kind of have an idea, but anytime you can test, 
do it. And stool tests are the best way to see what's happening in there in general, right? You can also do a breath test if your practitioner is is thinking, okay, this might be a case of SIBO, so you'll do the breath test, right? But stool tests are important. I'm sorry, but a blood test is not going to tell you exactly what's happening in your poo and what's happening in your gut, right? So get to the freaking stool test. If you can do it, don't guess it. Uh, it just gives you an, a clearer picture and it makes you save money. Like I remember when I started my very, very first nutritionist, this was way before I started going to CNM, uh, the College of Naturopathic Medicine. I was like, oh, do you know what? 300 quid is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But thinking back how much money I then spent on supplements and tears and oh my God, this is not working. Like, I wish I listened to her because I was like, no, that's too much money. And I actually could afford it. It was a bit of a stretch, but realistically, I could have I could have done it. But I was like, nah, that's just too much for someone to tell me like, what's happening in my poo. <laughs> you know, I just didn't understand the full picture. I wish she insisted, but it's also not her job to insist, right? So whenever you can, please test, do not guess. You're going to save money, you're going to save time, tears, and you're going to get straight to what you need to do, right? Number two is to understand what's causing the issue. And this is my biggest lesson up till today, because a lot of the symptoms I've had, especially candida, which I've worked on relentlessly for so many years to then realize that I just needed to do something else, right? Because I was so blinded by other things. So basically, candida, bacterial overgrowth, bacterial vaginosis, SIBO, all these things that were happening in my gut were also because something was not functioning, right? And I was so obsessed. Even though a couple of practitioners told me we need to understand what's happening in the root cause, we need to tick each box. I was so obsessed with the candida, with the thing, with, with the symptoms, with what was happening that I wasn't thinking, why could this be going wrong? Like, why don't I? And, and by then, like, you know, I, I was having the knowledge already, you know, I was a school, I was intuition school. So eventually it's when I did a super, and those of you on my mailing list will remember me telling you that I did a, uh, last year I did a, a heavy metals cleanse, uh, aluminum, mercury, glycosate. When, after I did that, that cleanse, Oh my God, my gut was in a different place. And I don't think it's because, and my diet didn't change, you know, like I didn't work on a diet. I actually was in Italy in the summer, then I was in Togo. So I was pretty much eating, you know, whatever I wanted, like within balance, you know. But detoxifying my body from those heavy metals gave my body the power. So now if I have a gut flare, if candida pops in because I had too much sugar or something happens or I have low stomach acid, right? I don't produce enough acid. So which means when something comes in, I don't break it down easily, then bacteria forms quickly. So when these things happen, my body kicks into gear on its own. I don't even need to start panicking, taking supplements, yada, yada, which is a testimony of if you work on the environment, a lot of the time, some issues will resolve themselves or it'll be much easier to resolve them, right? 
So of course we have something that's bothering us. Say you always have acne or terrible migraines or you just have no libido and you're obsessed with that thing that's happening. You're like so obsessed with it, but you're not thinking, okay, why is this happening? What could be the causes? Let me go through everything. And the deeper you go, the better. A lot of the time it comes back to, okay, looking at your body, making sure it's working optimally, it's clean we never clean and I'm using my hand like quote unquote, we're like not clean human, nothing is clean, but perhaps you need to, you know, do some testing and see what's happening. Do you have heavy metals? Like what is happening? Why can you not get rid of this thing? Right. And this is one of the biggest things I I, have learned. And that was only last year and I was already a practitioner. It's something I knew. And I think I practice with my clients, but with myself, we tend to just you know, we don't have the perspective to look at ourselves as a whole. Like we're just obsessed with the pain because we want it, we want it to get away, right? We want it to go away. So please, please, please always understand what's causing the issue, what's causing the symptoms. Don't just uh, try to kill the symptom, right? If you can afford it, don't pinch the pennies. And you know, this is a tough one because not everybody can afford it. And unfortunately, that's exactly, it is what it is. Not everybody can afford, a, a, you know, a nutritionist and this and that. And, you know, here in the UK, the NHS does have dietitian, but it takes a little while to get to that. So you really need to be pushing the doors. But when you can, those of us that have the privilege to do so, to be able to do so, do it. Don't pinch on the pennies. A lot of the time I see that like I've had clients tell me before, you know, I'm saving for a house, so I'd rather not spend on that. And I'm like, how is you going to live in a house like feeling crappy or like having this and these health issues? Like your health is the center of your life, your body, your your health, like everything relies on your health. Like your life relies on your health. Like who gives a heck about your house? You know, your health. If you're not in good health, how are you going to enjoy the house and the beautiful things and the going out and the beautiful clothes? Like you've got to, it's important to understand those priorities, right? And don't get to the point where you are feeling crappy and you know, like you've gone so far in whatever you're experiencing that you're like, oh crap, I wish I looked after that earlier. No, if you have the pennies, don't pinch them. Invest in your health, invest in your well-being, get the help you can get, do the, do the testing, get the supplements, look after yourself, whenever you can do it. Okay, number four, you gotta be patient. This is a painful lesson. This was a painful for me because I was like, oh my God, I'm doing everything I can to get rid of, you know, this candida and improve this, improve that. And sometimes it's, I feel amazing. And then sometimes I don't feel great. And it's just hard. It's heartbreaking, especially if you're putting everything into it. But you know what? Things take time. Things do get better, but you've got to be patient. You know, we forget how long it takes us to get to a certain place. Like, you know, when I started experiencing those gut things in 2008, I was 25, you know, Uh, and I would say from when I left home around like my early 20s to come and study in London, I I studied uh, business and marketing 
before completely flipping and going into dancing you know as soon as I moved out of home my diet was terrible like even before that like my mom will cook like healthy meals and stuff but I also like will sneak out and eat a sandwich especially when I was a uni and eat this and Haribo's like you know like all of that so remember like it took you years to get here so you can't expect your body to just flip back in a day okay I've been eating good for two days I still feel crap you've got to be patient and let your body your body is so intelligent like oh I love I love my body (laughs) love my body I hope you love your body too so grateful for it you just have to be so patient so loving towards it and let it do the thing so please be patient and again and I want to really emphasize on it like some people have chronic pathologies that are incurable they don't have quote-unquote that privilege I guess to be able to heal themselves all they can do is manage like you know all these heavy autoimmune disease like type 1 diabetes and they can't you can't you can't cure it you can manage it right but if you have things like gut issues and things are like or you can heal invest you're lucky you can heal your body like invest in it do it but be patient trust and be patient it will happen I think life is worth living, you know, as as amazingly as we can. Like, you know, I always say that I don't want to live life feeling crap or like ill or blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to enjoy the experience. Like, I only get one shot at this. Like, I want to feel good <laughs> while I'm here. Uh, number five, you absolutely don't have to be perfect, but do your best. When I started my, um, you know, my gut healing journey, uh, with like the candida diets and going on no sugars, which by the way will help resolve the issues for like, I don't know, a month. And then I'm like, why is this thing back again? But again, it's back to, I wasn't dealing with the root cause. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell, to talk to you about something else I did. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll add that at the end. So you don't have to be perfect. Like I was a freak. I was like, I'm not touching sugar, sugar. Like I was obsessed, obsessed and crazy. And energetically, I wasn't bringing the right, the positive energy into the experience. And it just wasn't enjoyable. Like I was miserable. So find a balance. You don't have to be absolutely perfect. Perhaps you're struggling with so, you know, something autoimmune or something on why not and some days are better than the others and it's absolutely fine. You don't have to be perfect. Just do your best. Be patient and think you are in here for the long term. You're here to heal your body. Just just give it some time um, and don't be too harsh on yourself. Last but not least, you've got to have a 360, a holistic approach. Again, like something I've learned with time. Again, at the beginning of my journey, I was just fully focused on, oh my God, I'm on stage, I'm constipated. Like, oh, what does this mean? Like, oh, whatever. Like, but I've never really looked at where I was mentally, how I was feeling in my job, like my relationships with people. Like it took me time to understand and come to a conclusion that, wow, it's really not just about how well I eat, how hydrated I am, how often I exercise, my thoughts, my relationship, my environment, um, everything matters. My purpose, my values, knowing that I get up every day and I live a life that I'm happy to leave, like I choose to do what I do, makes such a huge difference on my well-being, on my happiness. And as I mentioned, you know, I think in last week episode, perhaps like energetically, 
that impacts my health that impacts me right my cells are happy they're dancing in my body they're like yes girl <laughs> we're happy of course it's going to impact everything else right so see yourself as a whole being have a 360 approach to your healing journey to yourself um don't just focus on one thing like oh my god the diet or like oh my god the workout like it's everything everything matters uh so i wanted to say earlier i was talking about um i was saying i forgot uh understanding what caused the root the 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 what the root issue of your of your problem is like what is the root the root cause one of the things that i've also done that have been amazing is my overall microbiome right i removed my mercury feelings and that made a huge change to my gut health and i just been doing deep 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 cleanses at the hygienist you know at the dentist something i've neglected to be if i'm being completely honest with you i never really gave it that much importance until i you know got to nutrition school and understood and studied the impact of the oral microbiome on the gut health i was blown away and i was like okay cool i need to save money and i need to invest in my you know in in all of this so last year i did remove the mercury feelings did all the cleansing and been doing them I still have one or two to do I don't know the technical word but she gets in there she cleans she does all sorts of stuff and it's it's just been amazing that plus the heavy metals detox and having heavy metal and basically what I did is also going and checking the toxicity level of my body basically right you do this test and they're like okay there's loads of mercury glycosate and glycosate is a pesticide that spread on pretty much every food and it's been very controversial the past few years and you know because it's not doing the best you know it's very controversial so I'm not going to go into it in these podcasts and but I really invite you to read about it to research about it um yeah, it's, it's 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 a big topic. But anyway, doing that and looking after my oral microbiome has impacted my gut health in a way that I've ne- I neglected the past five, six years because I was like, oh my God, I just want to, I want to have more stomach acid. I need to get rid of candida. I need to get rid of SIBO. Why my gut is not healing? Yada, yada. Like it was just all that stress where really it was like, okay, what else is impacting this? Like, come on, like open your mind, like go broader, like listen to what your practitioner did tell you a few years ago. And that really shifted things for me really, really in a big way. So I wanted to add that. So uh, currently where I am, I, um, my gut health is the best it's been in the past six years. If I'm being honest with you, there's still a way to go because I still have sometimes flair. I'm like, hmm, interesting, uh, but I'm patient and I'm, you know, I, I've, I've come such a long way. I'm so happy that I'm like, okay, like this is good. And I know it can get better. So I'm, I'm super patient. Um, I've done the, the heavy metal cleanse and I'm still doing some work on my, you know, in my oral microbiome, got a couple of cleanses to go. And once that done, I will retest again my body toxicity, see where things are, like give myself time. Like I'm not bashing everything out because it's a financial investment. And also I don't want to be at a dentist every day because I I hate it. (laughs) Uh, So I'm just taking my time and letting my body heal. And it's also nice to just see where it goes and what happens. Diet wise, I keep things pretty simple. Like I eat a little bit of everything, to be honest with you. I am a, I mean, I'm French. So, you know, bread is, uh, bread is my, I don't know. 
I love bread so much, but I, I have it in very small quantities. Gluten and lactose are triggering for me. So I, you know, I, I don't have a lot of them. Like, especially gluten is like once a week max. Like I try, I try, unless I'm in Italy or France, which is <laughs> really hard. Um, but other than that, I just really have a more of a 360 approach to my life. I really prioritize uh, what I do, my relationships with people. Like I've really closed that down. I am you know, I have friends and I love my friends, but I'm very aware if something or someone is draining me, I'm like, uh -uh, we done here. I'm going to take a break for a few weeks or, you know, and make sure even in my work, I do things that I actually enjoy. It's just, I try to strike a balance in everything, right? Not like being super stressed at work and eating well, but actually like, it's just about finding that balance. So that's kind of where I am. And these are the lessons I've learned with working on recurrent gut issues. It takes time. You got to be patient, but it's Doable. If you put your mind to it, you will heal your gut. And of course, if you need support, drop me an email info at isawelly.com. Come and visit the website www.isawelly.com and I'll be more than happy to have a chat with you. So much love. Come to the website, a lot of resources for you to download. I've got a. Do I still have my gut health? Thing. I think I have a gut health thing you can download, give you steps to start healing your gut, productivity, fatigue, it's all on there. So much love. Thank you for your support. And I will see you in the next episode.